What is up, you sexy bastards? It is your boy, the Bootstrap Samurai, aka Rabbit Can't Lose, aka Noah Kagan. I have had some amazing marketing experience in my life. I was number 30 at Facebook. I helped scale to 50 million users. Number two, I helped grew Mint.com from zero to 1 million users as director of marketing. And at Sumo.com, we have over a million people and an eight-figure business. So you could say I'm a little bit experienced in this whole marketing world. In this episode, I'm going to condense every single thing down that I've learned about marketing so that you can start applying it in your business today. Before we dive into the show, make sure you check out appsumo.com slash BFF. Now, we are giving away our entire $1 million Black Friday marketing fund to you. So if you have an ebook, a software product, online course, template, or any other digital product that'll help entrepreneurs, here's how to cash in. The first 400 products to submit to AppSumo, we're going to get $1,000. The next 2,000 products to submit to AppSumo, we're going to get $250. And everyone is entered to be one of the 10 lucky winners of $10,000. Damn, we're giving away a lot of money to entrepreneurs. This is an amazing opportunity to get your business started, or if you already have one, get it growing. Now go submit yourself at appsumo.com slash BFF. Also, special pre-show shout out to listener G Trip. That's a different name. They left a review saying all the relevant content for entrepreneurs. I've been a listener for a while and enjoy the new content series with small bits of insights for entrepreneurs. Yes, thank you for that gorgeous feedback and every other one of you sexy listeners. If you want to shout out in a future episode, just leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. I check every single one of them. I've had a lot of amazing marketing experiences in my career. Being number 30 at Facebook, I helped them scale to over 50 million users. I helped grow Mint.com from zero to over a million users as their director of marketing, and I've created an eight-figure business with millions of customers at AppSumo.com. I'm going to condense everything I've ever learned about marketing so that you can start applying it in your business today. Let's dive in. First off, what problem are you solving? This is the number one thing of marketing. I know there's marketing books that, what's your market? Who's your market? Let's do analysis. I don't do any of that stuff. At the end of the day, Am I selling something important enough that people want to give me money or their attention? We built a site called meetfam.com. Guess what? No one wanted meetfam.com. It was automatic emails for Shopify. We tried to do marketing, but it was a problem that people didn't really want to switch from their current solution. We also built a site called halldrop.com. It was a marketplace that showed cool physical e-commerce products. Again, no amount of marketing would solve a product problem. So for you, how do you actually know if you solve the problem that people are excited about? Great question. First off, a, do they want to give you money? Not, do you have to convince them? Are they excited? Noah, please take my money. If you're not doing that, you don't have a problem that that's important. On the other side of that, let's say you're doing content creation, maybe a podcast, maybe YouTube, maybe TikTok. Are you creating content that people are asking for more videos? Are you creating content that people are saying, Noah, give me more of this? As an example, I've done videos on hiring. No offense, no one watches those. But when I do videos on how to make a lot of money, how to actually grow your business. People are like, yo, give me more of those. So that is how you know you've solved the problem that people want more of. So now that you've solved the problem that people want more of, the second thing is, who is that person? And a specific example is at mint.com as a director of marketing. Now, the problem we solved was we help people with their personal finances. All of you, me, everyone out there wants more money. Great problem to solve. Really, really great. Same as appsumo.com. Everyone wants more customers. Great problems. Now, who is actually more challenging than you think? And let me just give you a really strong tip. The more specific you can choose who your customer is, the more successful you'll be. So at mint.com, we said, oh, who is really excited to solve their finances already? It is much easier to convince people who are already at the gym to work out than to get people to come to the gym to begin with. So for us, it was A, people who are already reading personal finance blogs. Let's go market to those people. And B, it was people who are already into new technologies that just got a job that are like, hey, I like new tech, I've got some money, let me see what I can do with it. I call them Yopos, young professionals. So that is who we marketed to. And we are pretty much exclusively targeting those people through all of our online marketing. 
Three is the easy part. Where are they online? And that's actually the easy thing if you've solved the problem and you know who the person is. How do you actually find where they are online? You can just ask them. And so I generally would try to encourage you start businesses that you have some understanding of or you're the ideal customer. So if you're mint.com, I was a young professional that liked tech software. And so I won Googled. But then when I found people, a lot of times I would do two things. I'd say, A, which person do you normally learn this thing from? And that'll tell you who's the influencer. Or B, is there a site or resource that you trust that you find out about these things? And you do that enough times, you get a list of sites and places and people that now is your marketing opportunities. And so that is how you find out where they are online. Where they are online is like, that's how you do your ads. That's how you do your content. That's how you do your YouTube videos or whatever that is. Uh, but it's the much easier thing once you've solved the first two parts. We've talked about some things that are theoretical. Let's actually break them down uh, with a specific product. And I'll walk you through how I would think about the marketing to get you inspired in whatever product or service consulting that you're creating. So right now, I'm not drinking alcohol, but I am drinking non-alcoholic wines and beers. And a product that I would be excited to do marketing for, and if you're interested in trying to be a good marketer, just go work at a product you already like. Uh, one product is called Shirley Wine. So it's non-alcoholic wines. And you can check them out at highshirley.com. They're not paying for this promotion. I just brought them up because I like marketing things. I already like to be the customer of. So how do I not now start organizing around being the marketer for this wine brand? What would you do if you're now the director of marketing of Shirley Wines? Call Noah, have him do all the work? It's not a bad idea. So how I would start thinking about marketing this product or really anything, what I first actually do before I even do the what, who, and where is I pick a goal. So if you're just like, well, what's the problem? And who's the person where are they? And let me just get going. You need to know where you're actually trying to end up. So if I was doing Shirley Wine, my assumption would be either how many customers do I want to sell by the end of 12 months or by the end of this year, or a certain amount of revenue that I want to be targeting. Maybe it's like, hey, how do we sell a million dollars of wine this year? You have to have a clear goal that has a deadline. Those are two of the most critical things, frankly, in any planning, but specifically in marketing. So what's the problem that they are trying to solve in making non-alcoholic wine? Pretty straightforward. People that still like wine, that want to enjoy the taste of wine, but don't want the side effects of alcohol. That's a pretty strong problem. There's a really growing market. You can look on Google Trends. I think we can pull it up here. Non-alcoholic is a huge growing segment. And another key thing about the problem you're solving is, is this a problem important and unique? I think a lot of people, they open a restaurant that's the same as everybody else's. And they're like, why does no one come to mine? I'm like, because you're the same as everyone else. So I love that they're saying, wine's a huge category. We're going to be the non-alcoholic version. All right. So now we know what problem they're solving. People who want to drink, they want it to be non-alcoholic. Awesome. Now we're going to say, who is the person that is drinking that? And again, I told you earlier, who would you actually choose to think about this person? For me, I would either choose a man or a woman. So I would actually probably choose women because I think women drink more than men than wine. This is stuff that you can start Googling online. Like who drinks more? Let's actually Google it. Who drinks more wine, men or women? So based on surveys, women drink more than men. So I would choose women. Now I would even go further than that. I would say, do I want to target America? Do I want to target international? I'm an American. So I would probably start targeting in the American country. And now even in America, can I be more specific in that? And you're like, really? I'm like, yeah, dog. Married versus non-married. Single with kids is in certain states or not. And so how do you actually find this out? So I would start talking to women, do it via email, do it via text, do it via whatever is real time to get that feedback and start creating a profile. And the more narrow, the better. So 25 to 30 year old, they live in either New York, LA or SF. They probably have a Peloton. It's always great to find a comparable product that you can actually partner with in terms of your marketing, not necessarily the Peloton will partner with me, but like, oh, if they have a Peloton, they'll like this kind of wine. They're already healthy. They do their Sunday fun days. What other things do they like? And really craft, put a name on it. Let's just call her Stephanie. Even putting a name on it is really, really helpful. All right, so now we have our goal, a million dollars a year. Now we know it's Stephanie in these coastal towns. 
She likes her Peloton. She likes her Sunday fun days, but she wants to get healthy and wants to drink less. And now it's like, well, where is Stephanie online? That's a great question. So how do I figure that out? Especially if I'm not that exact customer, I would go back to the people who are who and ask them, but that's not helpful for you. So what I would actually start doing to figure some of these things out, I would start thinking this person, Stephanie, I would literally just try to go say, who is she following on Twitter? I would then, if I could see what is her search history? Who is she following on Instagram? What things are she actually watching on YouTube? And this would start creating a profile of where is this person online? So with Stephanie, she's probably reading the skim. She might own a Peloton. She probably follows a few specific influencers on TikTok, on Instagram, maybe on YouTube. And I would start saying, all right, well, in my goal of a million dollars, here's all the distribution ways. I would try to do this sponsorship of an influencer. I personally think with wine, it's a very, you want to taste it and want to have an experience it. So now let's organize some of these marketing activities. So we know we have our goal and this is what I really like to do. All right, in the marketing activities to reach Stephanie, what are the different opportunities? So Facebook ads, content marketing, YouTube. I personally think with this wine, a really interesting thing would be offline events. So how do you create events in these major hubs uh, with maybe smaller influencers that are like, hey, let's have wine parties that I can bring people to. And you give them each a bottle or you have influencers drink it. I actually really like that, the offline stuff, especially because everyone's so focused online. Now, I don't know what marketing is going to work for your business. And what I mean by that is marketing that works at AppSumo, like blogging didn't work for seven years at AppSumo. Now it's finally working. But guess what? For okdork.com, a lot of my audiences come through blogging and mint.com, blogging. So not the same tactic will work for your business that works for mine. So what I like to do is think, here's all the marketing activities to reach Stephanie. I basically say, how much do I revenue? Do I think each of these channels will bring in for me to reach my million dollars? And what that does is you say, wow, I really think I can hit a million dollars if I do all these activities. And the point is just to help align you towards your goal. Now, the key thing here is once you started doing that marketing on this non-alcoholic Y brand, you really want to look at the next month. And this is two key things. And I'm going to talk about this more in a little bit later, but you really need to look at what is working that I need to do double or 10x more of. Maybe these offline events are working. So how do I do 10 of them a day? Yeah, that's how you grow a really large company. Now, if you do 10 a day, awesome. The thing you also have to be very considerate of, and I'm going to put my hands over here, is now what am I going to stop? This is the thing that people miss out in marketing all the time. And if you get anything out of this video, pay attention to this. Stop and kill things. Not literally anybody, people. But please stop doing stuff. So stop doing things that aren't promoting your product. It can actually be Twitter. And I see people are like, well, I have to have a Facebook page because everyone else does. You don't. So what it does is it takes away time, attention, and potentially even money from the things that matter. And especially early on, you really got to think about it. I'm going to the buffet of marketing, trying things out. And once I have an understanding of what's working, I'm going to really 10x down to take it to the next level. So that is what I would do with the wine brand. My guess is that Facebook ads would probably be a huge driver at partnerships. So looking at other D2C, which means direct to consumer health products as a way of partnering with it, probably tastings. So at Erewhon and other bougie stores in my key markets and probably offline events would be the main drivers. That's my guess. But I would go try these out and probably a few more, see which ones are driving the revenue, double down, kill and hit your goal at the end of the year. So here's some key things I really want to plant in your head about how to be a successful marketer. Can you build marketing into your product? Meaning, as people use your product, can they market it for you? Example, sendfox.com. It's email marketing software that we built. So every time someone emails their friend through sendfox, there's a thing at the bottom that says powered by sendfox. This has happened with PayPal. I send you money, you get a PayPal email, you sign up for PayPal. In your service business, in your physical restaurant business, in a software business, build marketing into your product makes it so much easier. Turn your customers into your marketers. Next up, retention and keeping your customers is 10 times easier than finding new ones. It is cheaper to keep her. That's just a fact, y'all. And I noticed that I get distracted. I'm like, man, I want new views and new subs for this YouTube channel. 
but just keeping you, my underdog, so much happier and making sure I'm doing my office hours with you and putting out content that I know will be beneficial to your life and career is so much easier than trying to find brand new people. Think about that in your own business. If you have a restaurant, this is my favorite and worst example. They work so hard to get you in the door or deliver food to you. And then they just are like, see you later. Hopefully you'll come back to me. That is so stupid to me. Really, it's so much better to get a phone number, get an email, get an address and keep in touch with the existing customers you have than trying to find new ones. So think about that with your own business. You want concentration in your marketing. Hear me out. So when someone comes to you and they say, I have seen your ads in your business everywhere, that means you are marketing a very targeted people extremely well. So I want you to work towards people saying, I feel like I see you everywhere. And I'm not talking about retargeting ads where they show ads everywhere you're online. I'm saying that your ideal customer goes to a YouTuber and they say, hey, I've seen this Celsius drink. And then they go to an, a TikToker and then they read a blog post. They're like, man, everyone's drinking the Celsius thing. Sponsored by Celsius. Just kidding. It's not. But that is great marketing. The last key thing to consider for your marketing is 50Xing. I know people are talking about 10Xing these days, but 50Xing is the new 10Xing. So if you find anything that works in your marketing, 50X it. Advertising, 50X. Blog posts, 50X. YouTube videos, 50X. What I mean by that, and I've, I've talked to people about this, and they're like, Noah, I'm definitely 50Xing it. You're not. I promise you. So what that means is that you do it until it's not profitable. Meaning if you do one video a week and it's working in terms of driving you audience or customers, do five a week, do 50 a week. Yes. And once you find they're like, all right, now I'm not getting that many more new views for this work. Then you pull it back. But you can definitely go a lot further than you think. I promise you. So look, that was the intro to marketing. I have done marketing over the past 20 years and I'm still learning. A lot of the best marketing I've done is just from A, doing it myself and B, observing other people that I'm like, hey, I really like gigantic candy bars and their branding. Or I like how Chris H is doing his Twitter thing. Go out and actually observe the world and notice what products you're observing and be like, oh, I wonder how they're promoting. And that is also how you can be a great marketer. I love you and I'll see you out there. Pew, pew. Well, that is a wrap. I hope you love the episode as much as I did making it for you. Now, don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. If you want more juicy business and marketing nuggets, that's youtube.com slash okdork. Next, text a friend you love them. Yo, dog, let's go dancing together. And before you go, tweet at me, at Noah Kagan. Let me know what you thought of this episode. I love hearing from you guys. And if you haven't subscribed to my newsletter, I put my best tips into a single short exclusive email every single week just for subscribers at sendfox.com slash Noah, sendfox.com slash Noah. And create your own newsletter at sendfox.com. It's free. Finally, a couple shout outs to my amazing team. Thank you to Jason at podcasttech.com. He makes these episodes sound so much better than the first cut. Thank you to Mitchell, Jeremy, Cam, Hubert, Sasa, George, and Jen from the Dork Team for all the magic y'all do. And finally, a big shout out to Dean Young. Man, I'm so proud of all your growth and the content team at AppSumo. Uh, they make these amazing articles on AppSumo. One has been best screen recording software. I was like, nah, it's going to be okay. I opened up the articles like, bam, this is amazing. Nice work. Have a charming day. What's your favorite business book? I don't think people even listen to this end part anymore. If you do, tweet at me and I'll send you something.